Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With that one. There's almost every sort of help available these days. Having marital troubles? Find a counselor to straighten things out. Having difficulties with your taxes? Consult an accountant. Tormented by depression? Seek out a therapist. Worried about your diet? There are nutritionists who will dissect every morsel on your plate. But another kind of help is almost extinct. Household help. To a certain extent, that is what concerns us in the drama we're about to bring you now. My name is Charles Arthur Dreyer. Never heard of me? Suppose I said Adrian Conroy Dreyer. Ah, that's a whole different thing, right? Adrian Conroy Dreyer was one of the greats. Probably the greatest portrait painter this country has ever produced. Am I right? You're darn right I'm right. I grew up in the shadow of Adrian Conroy Dreyer, and you want to know something? I'm still crouching in his shadow. His huge, baleful shadow. A heck of a way to live, right? And sharing this big old house, which was my father's, with his widow, my mother, doesn't help matters. Quite the contrary. No, 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 no. No, I will not hear of it, Tom. Is it really asking so much, Mother? After all, it isn't worth anything. Not to you, maybe, but it is to me. It's obvious. It's terrible. Not to me. It's an eyesore. It's the most precious thing in my possession. Do you expect me to throw out the most precious thing I own? Well, if you want to throw it out... I look at it every day of my life. Oh, Lord. I pull that little stool up to the fireplace. The one with the needle point that I did myself when your father and I were first married. Mother. And I sit on that little stool and I look up at that beautiful face. And I talk to it. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. And I'm sorry you told me. I don't do it when you're in the house, of course, because you'd make fun of me. I do it when you're at school, teaching your class. I have my hour. That's what I call it. My hour. Mother, even... I don't know how I get through the day without my hour. And you want to take it away from me. No, I don't. It's not... Selfish, selfish, selfish. Just take it down off the wall. That's all I ask. And put it here, pretty girl. Any place. Any place at all where no one can see it. In the cellar? In the broom closet? In the downstairs lavatory? Just where would you have me put it? Mother, there are nine rooms in this house. There are four bedrooms. We only use two of them. Surely you could put it in one of those. I don't want it hanging in some unused room. Why not here in your bedroom? I mean, then you could look at it all the time if you wanted to. I don't want it here in my bedroom. I want it in the library over the mantel where it's always hung. But other people can see it there. So they can. What other? Philip sees it there every time he comes to see. Oh, well, you mustn't mind what Philip says. I do mind. I mind very much. Just ignore him. I can't ignore him because I agree with him. Oh, look, Mother, put it in the studio. Why don't you? You could, you could have your hour there. I don't want it in the studio. The light's wonderful in the studio. It's much better than... I want it in the library. Well, I'm begging you. Anyway, the studio is on the third floor and with my arthritis. Well, what I... you mean is that you really won't take that thing down. I mean precisely that. Even when I tell you it's making me miserable. Oh, 
do get over it. It's been a whole year and I'm not over it. Oh, have patience, dear. I'll never get over it as long as I live. Oh, yes, you will. Answer that, will you, child? I don't want to talk to anyone. My head is really quite bad today. And you haven't helped with any of your chances. Yes, hello. Dryer at home. Uh, yes, she is. She, she's not feeling very well. Could, could I... Uh... One of her headaches. Who is it? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, it is. Who is this, please? Is this you, Mr. Dryer? Who is it? Yes, it is. Uh, this is Geraldine. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, mother, it's Geraldine. Geraldine? What now? Uh, yes, Geraldine. Is there any message for my mother? Oh, will you please tell her that I can't come in today? Uh, she can't come in today. Oh, no, not again. Oh, Mother's not feeling well, and I have to stay with her. Will she send somebody after Mary? Or Cornelia? Or Dorothy or Jane or something? Geraldine, my mother says, will you send somebody? Oh, I'll send somebody, Mr. Dreyer. I've got some cousins over in East Hampton. I can call on from time to time if one of my sisters can't make it. Yeah, okay, Geraldine. Uh, tell your mother I hope her head gets better. Yes, I'll tell her. Thank you. Thank you for calling. <laughs> she says she hopes her head gets better, then. She's sending somebody. And whoever it is, I hope she knows enough to use the back door. Yes, well, I imagine she is. Oh, why did Geraldine have to pick the day not to show up? She didn't pick it. Her mother. Well, today's the day Philip comes to tea. Well, call him up and tell him not to come. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. You want me to call him? Your father's dearest friend. Oh, no. But you understand. I will not break this tradition. Philip Hardy has had tea at this house on this day of the week for 29 years. I will not break this tradition. Oh. Oh, and you have to make the tea. Well, unless, of course, the girl girl didn't send and get there first. I am not going to make tea. That's your job. Today I'm to get up to it. As long as you are under my roof, you will do me these little courtesies, and you will do them graciously. You will make tea, and you will pour it for Philip in the library as usual. You might even say some little singer songs. Oh, mother. Now, let's say no more about it. Close the blinds, will you? That hair is really charming. The library at least is preventable. I do a little dusting in myself every day. Mother, won't you please reconsider? It's closed. I'm going to take a little nap. Ah, come in, Philip. Thank you so much. Where are you still coming now? Oh, here yeah, let's have your coat. Uh, it's a bad one, Craig. Oh, that's all right. Come in the library. Good library. Good library. A hot cup of tea. There's no tea. Oh? No tea? No tea. But there's always tea. Not today. After you, Philip. Hmm? Oh, thank you. Your mother or... My the... mother is in her room with the shutters closed. One of her headaches. Oh, and Geraldine phoned and said she couldn't come today. She said she'd send someone, a sister, a cousin, a daughter or something, but so far the girl hasn't showed up. So, no tea. Yes, I didn't feel like making it myself. Uh, a bowl of pretzels, if you'd like some. Pretzels? Really? Well, I thought we'd have a drink. A drink? <laughs> well, now... You do drink. Don't you, Philip? Oh, now and again, but I, I didn't know you did. Well, there is, I, I know you did at one time, but I, I thought, well, you know, you stopped. I have. I did. Well, do you think you should uh, start again? I'll be careful. 
It seems to me I remember picking you up in a flop house in Walla Walla, Washington. Yes, yeah, yes, well, that was a year ago. Uh, right after your father died, yes. Yes, I haven't had a drink since. Uh, what's your pleasure? A spot of whiskey. All right. There's your spot. Huh, many thanks. Uh, and that's your spot? That's mine. Charles, do you really think? I, I mean, should you start in again? You know what drinking can do to you. I drink very rarely. I never did drink regularly. Yes, but when you do, Charles, uh, when you did... I've been dry for a whole year. But then why start now? Because... Because my mother is driving me up the wall. Oh, really? Is it anything in particular? You know what it is. That. Hmm? Oh, that, uh, the, the painting. Yeah. I know what you think of it. I know what I think of it. Cold, mechanical, no style, no personality. In short, no talent. It's a good likeness, Tom. Is it? Is it really a good likeness? Well, yes. The nose is the right length. Is that what you mean? The blue of the eyes is very dark. The skin tones are lively, is that it? The buttons on the coat are precisely indicated. Oh, Charles, Charles, my boy. Does that yeah. add up to a man? Does that add up to a human being who lived and, and, and loved and, and suffered? Does that constitute a person who felt, who, 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 who felt? Whatever it was, he felt. Do you know what it was, he felt? No, I don't. I never did. Except contempt for me, he felt that all right. Oh, Charles. I don't bother to deny it, Philip. I know he did. I wasn't going to deny it, then. Oh, well, I thought you were. No, there's a backdoor buzzer. It must be the maid Geraldine was going to send. You want, you want a letter in? Uh, you want me to... No, 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 no. I'll do it, don't you? Maybe I, I'd better leave. I finish my Yes, well, would, would you mind? I, I, I have to show her around. No, no, I, I don't mind the least. You go ahead. I'll let myself out the front. Do you know where your coat is? Yes. Yes, yes, I know. All right, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm... Uh, there you go. Missy, oh, wait a minute. I, I have it written down. Uh, Mrs. Ryan. If you need help, right? Right, come in. Uh, let me see now, uh, you, you're not, uh, you're not Mary? No. No, uh, you're not, not Dorothy or, or Jay? I'm Cassandra. Oh. Well, you can't be Geraldine's sister. You're too young. I'm not her sister. No, no, no. Of course you're not. You're, uh, oh, her daughter. Nope. Well, you couldn't be a great granddaughter, could you? <laughs> Maybe I could, but I'm not. Uh, are you, are you cousin? No. I'm an outside girl. Countless numbers of girls arrive at countless homes to help countless housewives with their work. They do their chores, and they go home. Where that may be, few housewives ever trouble to find out. In truth, how much does any housewife know about any of these girls? Day after day can pass in closest contact and cooperation. Yet, while the girl may learn a great deal about the lady, years can go by without the lady learning much of anything about the girl. I'll be back shortly with that, too. Conroy Dreyer, mother of Charles Arthur Dreyer, lies in bed with a sick headache. 
To increase her discomfort, her accustomed houseworker, Geraldine, has called to say that she cannot come to work. However, she has promised to send a substitute. And as our last act ended, her son Charles opened the back door to a stranger. Maybe I'd had too much to drink. Or maybe I wasn't used to drinking after being dry for more than a year. But most probably, it was my talk with Philip. His observations on the detestable portrait and the flood of emotion that had welled up in it. Whatever it was, I cannot remember with any real clarity what the girl looked like. She was young. She was small. Very small. She was not unattractive. More than that, I cannot tell you to this very day. Where do you want me to start? Uh, well, uh, uh, any place. Uh, mother's lying down in her room. She, she, she has a headache. Uh, uh, she could tell you what to do, but I, I don't like to. It's all right. We just stay where she is. I'm a cat. Yes, well, I'm sure there's a thing to clean with. There's a vacuum cleaner and all sorts of stuff, only I'm, I'm, I don't know where. You don't, Fred. I'll find it. Yes, well, uh, why don't I show you uh, through the house so you'll see how much there is to do? It'll be all right. Well, now, just this first floor, because I don't think we'll bother today uh, with the upstairs rooms. Oh, no kind of room, Uh, well, yes. Um, and, and it's rather late in the day. I, I, I thought you'd be here earlier. I came as soon as I knew I was needed. Oh, uh, yes, 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 I'm sure you did. Well... Uh, you, you see the kitchen, um, uh, and through here is the, uh, the dining room. Uh-huh. Yes, my, my mother likes the uh, mahogany polished every day. I, I know it's a big job, but... Not too good. What else? Well, down this hall, uh, there's the living room. Uh, it's fairly large. I ain't afraid. <laughs> you're, uh, you're not afraid of anything, are you? Nope. Yeah, well, that's a wonderful way to be. I wonder how many people could say they are not afraid of anything. Not many, I do. Yeah. Well, you're, you're very lucky. Yes, I am. What's this room here? This, uh, this is the library. Uh, we, we, don't, we don't really have to go in. Uh, my mother does a little light dusting in there every day. Uh, it probably doesn't mean... We should take a look. Uh, you, you, you think so? I'm positive. Yes, well, um... Uh, uh, there you are. Okay to go in? Uh, well, uh, uh, sure, sure, if you, if you want to. I want to. Go ahead. Oh, nice room. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, nice room. Uh, we, we have um, we have tea in here. Tea? Uh, yes. Uh, my mother has, has a friend. Uh, well, he's my friend, too, in a way. And uh, he comes here to, to have tea. Uh, he was here today, as a matter of fact, uh, just a short while ago. To have tea? Uh, yes. Then what tea? Uh, these, uh, oh, oh, uh, glasses. Uh, uh, today we had whiskey. Uh-huh. Oh, what's that up there? Over the fire? Uh, well, I think I'll have another drink right now if you have no objection. No objection? Uh, how's, how's that? Oh, I get a dirty dust that thing. Uh, no, 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 you don't. Oh, okay. Okay. That, 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 that is an oil painting. I painted it. One of these days, perhaps. I shall clean it. <clears throat> Do you, uh, by any chance, like it? The painting. The old gentleman looks dead. Dead? Well, that's how he looks to me. Yes, uh, actually, he is dead. That's a portrait of my father. 
He died a year ago. I painted the portrait right after he died. He was a famous man. You painted him there. That's not so at all. As a matter of fact, the portrait is very accurate, very lifelike. That's the way my father looked. I spent a great deal of time with my father. I painted him from memory. I didn't even have to consult a photograph. I had an indelible image in my mind. I painted from that. I guess you thought of him being dead. What? What did you say? That, that, that's a terrible thing you said. It is? I can't think why you would say a thing like that. The, the flesh tones, the, uh, the eyes. Now, listen, you, you just get started on your cleaning, all right? Uh, that's, that's what you came here to do. Hey. Uh, I'm going up to see how my mother is, uh, to tell her you're here. You go right in here. And don't you dare lay your hands on that painting, you hear me? I'm here. Sure. I'm here. She'd angered me, this total stranger who had entered the house with such assurance. She'd come there to mop the floors and polish the furniture and scrub the sink. And five minutes later, I was in a, in a frenzied rage. As I headed for my mother's room, I could hear her little piping voice from the library. What's the matter with you, old gentleman? They hang you up on the wall and you can sit down. This is where all the fun is sitting, isn't it? Why you want to stay up there so stiff and all? I don't remember grabbing the bottle of whiskey before I left the library. But my mother was quick to notice it. Paul. Uh, how's your headache? You might knock before you enter my room. How is your head? What is that you have in your hand? What? Is that a bottle? Yes. Oh. Why, yes. A new bottle. A bottle of whiskey? Must have picked it up in the library. I trust you'll put it back where you found it. She's in there now. Who? The maid. She is in the library. Oh, Geraldine sent someone, did she? Who did she send? Jane? Dorothy? Or one of the cousins? Uh, she says she's an, she's an outside girl. An outside girl? I never heard of an outside girl. All I know is that that's what she said. Oh, probably means she doesn't live in. Ted used to live in when I was a girl. Had their own rooms and everything in the attic. Well, I don't know, Mother, but I have a feeling that that's not what she meant. Well... Oh, no, I know. She just started. Well, she didn't send anyone. Really good. Hmm. She's got good taste in art. I know that much. What on earth do you know about her taste in art? She hates the portrait. She said that. She said she hated it. Said he looks dead. She said that. Full of all the nerves. Oh, she's right. There's no life, no personality, no character, no mystery. There's no... There's nothing. Just a blank. Just paint on canvas. Could have been done by a computer. Now, talk. Oh, oh, dear. Answer that, will you? Yes, if you want to. My head's Hello? Uh, this is Philip now. No, what do you want, Philip? Well... Oh, is it Philip? Uh, just to ask how you are, Charles. I'm fine. Are you sure? Why shouldn't I be fine? Well, you know... No, I don't know. If I say I'm fine, Philip, I'm fine. You don't sound fine to me. Well, I can't help how I sound to you. Well, let me speak to your mother, will you? What for? Let me speak to her, Charles. He wants to talk to you. Oh. You're here. Hello, Philip. I was certain sure that 
had called because he'd seen me take a drink in the library. And knowing me, as he did only too well and had for a long time, he wisely suspected that another drink would follow the first. Which, of course, it had. Oh. Oh, Philip, no. Now, as faithful family friend, he was calling my mother to tell her, to warn her. Oh, Oh. how foolish, how uncomprehending some people can be. Philip, thank you. I'm very grateful. But that's all that misplaced kindness and solicitude. They do not know. They simply do not know. They cannot. How little it is appreciated. Yes. We'll come back now. Thank you, sir. Before the phone touched the cradle, I was out the door and racing down the steps. Behind me, I could hear my mother calling out to me. Charles, please, Charles! I headed for the library, and just outside the door, I stopped. And from the other side, I heard that little voice.
help me? You want me to help you? Father. I swear to you, I heard the word help. Help me. And in my father's voice, though it was hoarse and tremulous, still it was he. Now, you say it was the product of my fevered brain or the alcohol that inflamed it. I shall not dispute with you. I cannot confirm or deny anything you say. But neither could I refuse the plea that reached me from that wretched portrait. Somehow, I got to my feet and staggered toward it. I stretched out my arms to it. Grasped it and wrenched it from the wall. Holding it tightly desperately in my arms, I fell to the floor and lay there sobbing. Sobbing like a child whose heart has been broken. Never say to anyone it's all in your imagination. What finer place can there be than your imagination? Listen to what Joseph Conrad had to say somewhere around the beginning of the century. Only in men's imagination does every truth find an effective and undeniable existence. Imagination is the supreme master of life. I'll be back shortly with Act Three. around the virulent disease of alcoholism is the pattern of the periodic alcoholic. This drinker can ignore liquor totally, and it will appear without effort for months and even years at a time. Then some tiny portion of his nervous mechanism is faulted, and he finds himself careening down a long road which he must follow to its unforeseeable dead end. never suffered a blackout, first, let me congratulate you. Then, let me assure you that during a blackout, it is perfectly possible for a drinker to move about, accomplish many tasks, talk to other people in a sensible way, and have no consciousness of anything he is doing or anything that is going on around him. And when he has come to the end of the line, you will remember absolutely nothing. The amnesia is complete, as complete as though he had suffered a severe brain concussion, which perhaps he had. It is very frightening to wake and remember nothing. I recognize faintly my own room, my own bed, and finally myself. Could be knocking at the door. The police? An angry stranger I had insulted or injured or... Could it be fate come to collect a last payment? Charles? Mm. Charles? Uh, Are you awake? I need to talk to you. Oh, what is it? Oh, thank the Lord. I've been trying to rise you all day. What day is that? You were teaching last night, weren't you? 
Well, maybe not perfectly, but well enough for the present. Uh, now, look, I'm going to go get the two things and make some cinnamon toast. You two go into the library and have a nice talk. All right, Mother. All right. I'll both be but a moment. After you, good friend. Uh, thank you. Ah, there's the telltale glass. Oh, how's that? The mother says she found one glass in the kitchen. And just one. I remember Cassie taking one out to wash it, and I... I thought I remember... I, I, I seem to remember there had been two. And one was here. You and I had a drink together. I shouldn't have let you, but I, I did try. Well, you couldn't have stopped me. I should have tried harder. The same result. I think I know what happened. After Cassie went out with the one glass... Well, who, who's Cassie? Cassandra, the Major Geraldine sent in her place. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, she was at the back door when I left. Yes. Uh, yes. The mother says she did a rotten job. It was a big disappointment to Mother because all of Geraldine's relatives are supposed to be very good. Which relative was it? I never did find out because I was showing her around the house. The downstairs part, and, and, and we came in here and... And she saw the portrait of Father. The first thing she said was, he looks dead. Well, of course, I said... Charles! Well, he is dead. Charles, where is the portrait? What? Uh, where, where is it? It's not over the fireplace. It's not? Oh, no. No, it's not. It's not, is it? Where is it, Charles? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I... I, I have no idea. Wait, wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait now. After Cassie went out. Yes. Yes, now, I sat here for quite a while. I talked. Yes, I talked to the portrait of my father. You did? Yes, I did. Why not? Why shouldn't I talk to my father? Oh, there's no reason. That's right. I talked to him. I talked to the portrait and... And the portrait... Yes. Well, go on, Charles. The portrait... The portrait... Talked back. My father talked back. Oh. What did he say? He said... Help. He said... Help me. That uh, doesn't make much sense. It did to me. At the time. You'd had a lot to drink. To me, it made perfect sense. I got up, uh, got up, and, and, and I walked to the fireplace. I, I reached out, I reached up, and I took the picture down, and I held it. I held it close. I, I think I was crying, and then I fell down. I was still holding the portrait of my father, and I fell down... After that, I don't remember anything at all. And now the picture is gone. Yeah, well, did I throw it out with the trash? I mean, did I give it give it away to someone on the street? Did I, did I throw it in the river? What the hell did I do with it? What did I do with it? Just then, my mother came in with her silly tea thing, and of course, you had to show her that glaringly clean space above the fireplace where the portrait had hung and hung no more. Well, you can imagine how she carried on. If it had been a Rembrandt, she couldn't have set up a bigger outcry. As for me, I couldn't have cared less about its loss. All that bothered me was what had become of it. 
How did it disappear? That girl took it. That girl that Geraldine said, she took oh, it. Oh, Mother, why would she take because it? Because she's a thief, that's why. I have a feeling that the portrait is still in this house. I think he Charles, after you took it down from the wall, I... I don't think you threw it out or gave it away or any of those. He might have. Yes, I might have the way I felt about it. Well, nevertheless, I don't think you did. Now, let's just assume for the moment that I'm right. That it is still in the house. So, let's go look for it. All right? All right, Philip. If you say so. All right, Charles? No, I'm not going to look for it. Oh, Charles. No, 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 no. It's all right. Your mother and I will look for it. Uh, you, uh, you answer the phone, Charles. Least you can do that. That's the very least you can do. Hello? Hello, Mr. Dreyer. Is that you? Who's this? This is Geraldine, Mr. Dreyer. Oh, yes, Geraldine. Could I speak with your mother, please? Uh, not right now, Geraldine. She's otherwise engaged, and I'm not sure this is a good time for you to talk to her anyway. She's pretty upset about that girl you sent yesterday. That's what I'm calling about, Mr. Dreyer. I forgot to send anybody. My mother took a turn for the worse and a clean forgot. You, you didn't send anyone? I'm sorry. Then who was the girl who showed up? Somebody showed up. Why, well, I didn't send anybody. That her name was Cassandra. Don't know nobody by that name. Who did she say she was? Well, she, she, she said she was, a, she was an outside girl. Whatever that means. Oh, Mr. Dryer, that just means she's not one of the family. She's not related. Oh, I'd never send you an outside girl, never. I see. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for calling, Geraldine. Well, uh, Fortune is nowhere on the floor. I'm going to have some tea. And then I'll look upstairs. I had it. Uh, I had it. Oh, Philip found it. Oh, Philip. I had a feeling. I had an instinct that told me that. Well, where was it? It was in the studio on the, on the third floor. Well, how in the world did it get it? Well, now, I, I'm going to show it to you, but I, I want to warn you. You may be in for a bit of a shock. You mean, you mean something? I, I mean, I did something to mutilate it or something? You, you did something to a child, but you didn't mutilate it. You... You humanized it. Look. Look, it's the portrait of a man. A real man. A little vain. A little pompous. A little afraid to love. A great desire to love and do not. Really, very good portrait, Charles. Of your father. So that was what my father had meant when he said, help me. He meant, let me be what I am. And somehow in my muddled state, I had dragged the foolish pretense of a portrait up to the studio and painted it over. I'll never paint another picture or take another drink. I am content to leave things as they are. My father and I are friends now. I know him, and he knows me. His warts and mine are all there for a world to see. Or at least I can see his, and he can see mine. Oh, I don't think I'll ever tell my mother about Cassandra. 
I wouldn't know how, and it would only confuse her. I myself am not positive she was ever there. ever born, his father is a giant, a colossus, very near to being a god. Inexorably, as the boy child grows, he discovers that omnipotence does not reside in the man he worshipped, nor infinite wisdom, nor unfailing goodness. This discovery can be a trauma that cripples him for the rest of his life, and he may never know it. I'll be back shortly. could have my way, I would whisper into the ear of every small boy that the big man he has deified is as human as he is, that when he grows up and becomes a father himself, his small son will worship him in the same way, and eventually be just as bitterly. But what small boy would listen? Or believe? Our cast included Paul Hecht, Antoniak, Ralph Bell, and Kathleen Byers. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.